Welcome back. So welcome to Joe's Driving Range. And like always, you know, we're on top of the world with everything happening in golf. And one of the big things happening in golf this week is the U.S. Amateur is being played at a little course called Pebble Beach. And so we're going all the way to Pebble Beach. It's bright and early. This gentleman's getting up early. Brian Garthright is there. He is the Director of Instruction at, oh, I'll never get this right, Corderella Ranch. Did I get that right, Brian? Uh, Almost. It's uh, the Club's Cordillera Ranch. Ah, there you go. Where is that located here in Texas? Uh, we're just north of San Antonio uh, in Bernie, Texas, actually, about um, oh, 25 minutes north of San Antonio out in the hill country. Just a spectacular, spectacular property. And who designed the golf course? Jack Nicklaus, actually, and uh, someone's got a lot of history here at Pebble Beach. Ooh. Now, you're up at the U.S. Amateur. Uh, you've got a couple of uh, pupils that are playing out there because you are the director of instruction. In fact, I think one of your players did quite well yesterday. Well, he really did. We've uh, we've had an incredible run this summer with both of the uh, the brothers that I teach, Mitchell and Mac Meisner. And uh, Mitchell Meisner won the Texas State Am. He won four college tournaments. Well, two college tournaments this year. Uh, his conference USA Championship and and the tournament previous to that in Tennessee, and then. Obviously, uh, won the, the Texas State Amateur and then uh, went on and finished second in the North-South. But uh, not to be outdone, little brother Mac Meisner, who uh, is quite a bit taller than his than his older brother, but uh, uh, plays at SMU and just completed his freshman year at SMU and, and um, got to the Sweet 16 yesterday. And uh, we unfortunately lost on the 19th hole to a birdie, but uh, what an incredible match. And he just played absolutely beautiful golf all week. Which, by the way, you mentioned this Texas State Am. That was played at a little course called Whispering Pines. And if you've never been to Whispering Pines, it is indeed a golf nirvana and challenge. Um, well, this is great. you got these three young guys. I'm, I'm reading about them. So the, so the two brothers, one went to Rice and one's at SMU. Boy, that's pretty good educational schools to go play golf at. Well, it is. And uh, uh, to to tell you what kind of young men they are, the um, uh, older brother Mitchell, who just finished at Rice, he he made a B at Rice University, that as in one, so he graduated with a three point nine five grade point average, and um, Mac Meisner just finished his freshman year at SMU with a four point oh, and was the freshman of the year in in their conference as well in the American Athletic Conference, and uh, in terms of golf and uh, just. Two spectacular young men, but most importantly, uh, two spectac- spectacular young men with huge golf games. So it's just a pleasure to get the opportunity to work with two so talented and dedicated pupils. And that's the voice of Brian Gothright. He's the uh, Director of Instructions over, once again, what's the name? It's Cord- Cordillera Ranch. Cordillera Ranch. So the L's are kind of... Uh, How did you get into instruction? Well, it's it's a long story, but uh, I'll give you the cliff notes of it. I uh, I grew up in a real small town just south of Dallas, Teague, Texas, and and played a lot of golf. My parents both played golf as a kid, and I, I really kind of backdoored into instruction. I was on the uh, the the golf professional side of it. I, I actually played in college at Lamar University, and then went on and played professionally for five years. and and uh, went to work at Oak Tree Golf Club just as an assistant pro. And, and from there, I went to PGA West out in the desert, and I started teaching a lot. And uh, the the break of a lifetime came a few years later. I was living in Aspen, Colorado, running a huge junior golf foundation up there. 
And my assistant at the time told me that uh, Harvey Penick was was looking to start a golf academy in Austin, and she thought I'd be a perfect fit for it. And I actually went down and interviewed, and and lo and behold, became uh, the original director of the Harvey Penick Golf Academy there in Austin. And uh, I, I just can't tell you what a what an honor and what a privilege it was to to learn from someone that was just, in my opinion, the the icon of golf instruction and and certainly the the founder of of such an incredible academy and and then going on to to have the opportunity to kind of create my own deal after he passed away and and uh, I've, I've been very fortunate I've had a lot of great pupils come through but uh, I'm proud to say that that uh, these young men I've been teaching here lately are are taking it to another level to say the least. Brian uh, Guthright, he's easy golf instructor. He, and some great pupils, but you had Mitchell Meisner was having a little problem with his putting, and you did something radically, really interesting. How did you come up with? Tell us what you did, and how'd you come up with it? Because you've had great results with this putting with it. Well, uh, you know, it was interesting. Mitchell was an incredible ball striker, and he had really been struggling with his putter for a long time. And uh, more importantly, he was in, you know, he was struggling. To, to stay committed to anything, he would change grips, he would change stances, uh, even sometimes two and three times around, just because he had become so frustrated with it. He he wasn't three putting a ton, but he just was not able to hold putts from the five to ten foot range that you have to make it at the high highest level of golf. And I talked to his dad back in late October of last year and, and just said, you know, I really, you're going to think this is strange, but I think we need a reset and ask him what he thought. And he said, you know, he'd just come back from a tournament in Auburn where he hit 49 out of 54 greens in regulation and shot four over. And, and the thing that I noticed was Mitchell was losing his passion to play the game. I, I think he was at a point where, he he was not going to pursue golf after college, and, and he's just too good a player not to. So I, I many years ago, um, and, and talked Noda Begay for for many, many years, and, and Noda, uh, before he got hurt, uh, was playing the PGA Tour. He had won four times in two years on the tour before he hurt two discs in his back. But, but Noda putted left-to-right putts left-handed and right-to-left putts right-handed. And uh, it was something he was actually doing before I started working with him, but it was something that we never changed. And he had great success with it. He got, you know, to 18th in the world rankings at one point in time, uh, played in the President's Cup, and and was certainly a hugely successful player. So uh, I gave it, uh, you know, I gave it a run by Mitchell just to see what he would think about trying just switching to left-handed to just kind of give his brain a reset and, and almost give him permission and an excuse for missing a putt occasionally instead of it something that was stressing him so much. And uh, I, I've got to give great credit to Coach Justin Emmel at Rice because I called Justin and told him because we did this over the Christmas holidays. And I, I can assure you there are very few, very few college golf coaches that their number one player uh, leaves for the Christmas holidays in his senior year of golf putting right-handed and comes back putting left-handed, and, and the coach is going to be on board with it. So Justin was kind enough to um, – uh, trust us a little bit, know that I certainly had his best interest at heart and that we're all on the same page as wanting him to play better golf. And 
uh, Justin was still a little reluctant and said, you know, let's see how it goes in qualifying. And Mitchell went out and shot 67 in his first tournament. And, I mean, I mean, in his first qualifying round, he ended up winning qualifying by 10. And, and then we said, well, let's see how it goes in the first tournament. And there at Golf Club of Houston, he shot a couple under and uh, finished in the top 20 in a huge field and a great tournament. And, and then it's just snowball from there. He's really just played beautiful golf from there and, and certainly uh, has confidence in the putter now. And that's the part that is most exciting. And, and even more so, he's enjoying seeing the ball roll and enjoys practicing. And, and it's really kind of put the fun back in the game, which is what it's all about. Now, your teaching facilities over at the Cordero Ranch, can, can anybody call you and come over and get a lesson? Yes, they actually can. It's a it's an incredible facility. We've got a double ended range. We've got seven practice screens. Uh, we're just about to complete the construction of our double bay building, which will have all the most modern technology there is. And and uh, we've got two practice holes. It, it's one of the finest facilities I've ever seen for teaching game, and it certainly makes it more enjoyable and and a, a better learning experience for anyone. And and the owners are, are kind enough to let me teach non-members, so um, I, I couldn't be in a better spot. It's just an incredible facility. How do our listeners get more information on Cordero Ranch and get more information on you and reach out to you and get a hold of you? Well, there's there's a couple of different ways. The, the simplest way, you can obviously uh, uh, look up the, the clubs of Cordero Ranch in Bernie, Texas, and, and uh, certainly – uh, find us on our, our website there, or you can can look me up at BrianGathrightGolf.com. Or the simplest way, uh, if you don't mind me throwing out a phone number, I'll be happy to do that. And right. That phone number is is two one zero three seven three six zero five five two one zero three seven three six zero five five. Brian, thank you for getting up early. I know you're out of Pebble Beach. It's an early morning out there. Thank you, and uh, all the best and uh, with all your students. And we look forward to keeping track with your record and having you on again in the future. Joe, it's a pleasure, and thanks so much. And uh, I look forward to uh, following you in the future. And thank you so much for uh, having me on this morning. There you go. Brian Garthright right here on Smoking Joe's Driving Range. And oh, my, my, we're out of time. Time to get out to Quill Valley and play some golf. Hope you all have a fun time today. Play some golf. Tune in tomorrow, tonight for the Texans game. Texans are t- t- tonight at 49ers right there at Energy Stadium. I'm not going. I'm going to watch it on TV. Yeah, I am too. Preseason. I'll go to the regular season. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm Smoking Joe. That's Leslie T. This is Smoking Joe's Driving Range. Go out, have a great weekend, and be tuning in to Sports Radio 650 AM.